I'm Brad. I'm Justin. And I'm the Cinemaiden. Listen as a top podcast for movie junkies. We are the Cinema Guys. Welcome to the show. Hey everybody, welcome in to another action-packed episode of The Cinema This Guide. one is so action-packed, if you were actually watching us, you'd see action-packed. <laughs> sweating. In every second of this. Lots of sweating. First action. time in, welcome. Welcome. Welcome to the Thunderdome, as Ashley would say. Or, mm, I used to say that. Or welcome yeah. to the Biodome, if you you're were over that. sure. I'm over it. So you got it something else coming soon. Yeah, yeah I'm working on it. What else can we welcome to? Maybe welcome to Wayne's World. Wayne's World. Party no. time. No. Excellent. If you're returning, welcome back into the chaos. Welcome back like Mr. Cotter. Welcome back. Remember that? No. John Travolta? No. Barbarossa? No. Nope. Mr. Qu- oh, sure don't. Man. This week we're going to talk about Sorry to Bother You. But before we jump into it, let's uh, talk about a cool event we have coming up. Ooh, what's the announcement, Brad? Tell us. Well, as people who listen to the show know, we had a movie screening, what, about a month or two ago? And we had 150 people. We had quite a few people. We're going to host another screening this is at a big announcement. the Esquire on September 14th. Be there or Friday, be rhombus. 10 p.m. Be there or be a rhombus. Either of you want to say what movie we're going to do? It is. Ready? I'm going to say the one. You say the next word. Ready? It is Bill and Ted. Ted. Oh. <laughs> Bill and Ted's excellent adventure. Adventure. Meryl Wild Stallions rule. I thought guys. you were going to say Bill, and I was going to say Ted, and then I know I was. Gonna, I said Bill. You were going to say Anne. I was going to say Ted. Oh. You were going to say excellent, and I was going to say. Adventure. What you gave me the middle <laughs> terrible words. What, what, you, you, you gave other me words. Anne. You got excellent later and adventures. Those are good words. <laughs> anyway, come out to the Esquire Wild Stallions September fourteenth. San Dimas High School football rules. <laughs> As we're going to host a screening of Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, it is going to be excellent. Be excellent. <laughs> yes. So let's start this off with a little trailer trash. Trailer trash. Yeah, a segment I'm usually not excited about, but this week I am. The trailer's so trashy. As a lot of people know that this past week was... Comic-Con in San Diego. It's typically one of the bigger... It's become more of a big media event than just strictly comics, but Mm -hmm. usually a lot of companies release trailers, which there were quite a few that came out I heard there's like this company called Marvel. Which they they were not there for any of their movie... Yeah, that's weird. They weren't there. they're all dead from the Thanos snap. (laughs) Yeah, they've all disappeared. Boom. But there were a few that came out this week that we are excited uh, about. It actually was. Usually I don't care about like trailer weeks, but this was a good trailer week. There were some amazing things. Uh, you want to start off with one? What's one amazing thing? Oh, you want me to start yeah. off with one? Because I know you have um, two, so I figured I you two. can start it off. So the first one, someone texted me and they go, uh, I'm sorry, is Shazam Mar- uh, DC's answer to Infinity Wars? And I said, no. Shazam is DC's answer to Guardians of the Galaxy. They haven't gotten to Infinity Wars yet. So Guardians of the Galaxy being the funny sort of like 
break in the seriousness of the Avengers films, the Shazam trailer, as as dumb as a character Shazam is in the DC world, who they try to make serious later on, but he's kind of silly. He's Billy Batson who says Shazam, and when he says Shazam, he becomes a man. And in the original comic books, Billy Batson was no longer a boy when he was the man Shazam. He was a man. But in this one, man Shazam. he says man Shazam, Shazam and he's a man, but he's still got the teenager brain and it looks hilarious. It looks funny. They kept it real with the old school suit, but it looks haphazard and it looks like it just looks like it doesn't belong. And I love it. I think this Shazam movie is going to people are going to see it and be like, wait a minute. Maybe I should go back and rewatch Batman vs Superman and the Justice League and oh, it's Batman. Gonna, it's going to make them go back to watch Suicide Squad no. and Wonder Woman. I'm, I'm like all these things now because That's then I'll love Shazam even more after I watch those. Yes, that is. Uh, that is. I, my I don't know the Shazam backstory. I knew nothing of it. So when I watched the, trailer, it's a wizard that gives it, them his powers, and they it, the S H A Z A M all stand for like Zeus and Archimedes and. On the other, so when guns. I watched watched the trailer, it kind of threw me off because I wasn't expecting this kind of uh, more of a comedic, bombastic type thing. I thought yes. it was going to be a little more serious. Uh-huh. So it was a bit of a surprise. It, it still it still looks good. It looks fun. It looks fun, right? It's the and guy for a DC Chuck movie. You're like, oh, good, finally is, a lighthearted uh, one. The adult Shazam, yeah, I think it looks fun. Shazam, 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 Shazam to you, Ashley. Sorry, Cinema Den. So ever since we saw, what is the one? Split. Split. Yes, um, which I loved. I've been wondering Heard. what they're going to do with this Bruce Willis thing at the mm. end. And now the answer is glass. And I'm really excited and for, if, for if this. You haven't, if you haven't watched Split, spoiler. Yeah, so late. that's my only... that my. Uh, so I loved the trailer. But my only thing was, oh, well, it ruined Split for everyone. Because I've now said twice to two different people going oh my gosh have you seen glass i can't wait and they're like what is it about i'm like it's bruce willis it's samuel jackson it's uh, uh mcavoy James from McAvoy. split it's gonna be awesome they're like split had something to do with unbreakable i'm like oh yeah oh, yeah i just know. ruined that movie for you i'm sorry <laughs> wait what else oh james mcavoy is also going to be in the second it that's what i was just thinking of too i think yes. he's also going to yes. be mr tumness at some point again he's again well, Mr. Thomas comes back in the last battle if they ever make seven of those movies. Oh, well. I don't think that's going to happen. I know, Sam. Anyway, yeah, I'm really yes. excited for that one. I, I'm I'm really interested to see how they do bring Bruce Willis with James McAvoy and how he's going to fit with Mr. Glass. Unbreakable to me was amazing. Split, I movie. loved. I, I want to love this movie. I don't like the whole, like, you're in an insane asylum and you're all crazy thing. That's, that you just think you're superhero. And maybe it's just a trailer that's misleading you, which I hope it is. So is. I'm sure it is. It has to be. Because I don't want Bruce Willis to be crazy. He's real. All right. So mine is for Godzilla, King of Monsters. And it looks weird. looks... I don't know if it looks weird. From what I read, this takes place, I think it's like five years after the Godzilla movie. And in this one, all the other monsters like Mothra, Rodan, and everybody is coming up. But Kong is in this world also, right? Kong is in this world. I don't know if he will show up in this movie, but he is part of this universe. They did say that a character from Skull Island will show up in this movie. So the last Godzilla movie, I've lost track. Which one was the last one? I can honestly say I've never seen any of them. The the last Godzilla movie was... um, with Brian Cranston, not the like 
uh, what's her Puff name? Puff Daddy video one, right? No, 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 no. This one came out in 2014, so just a few years ago. I don't ago. think I saw that one. The biggest complaint was that Godzilla that wasn't in it. That they didn't show Godzilla a lot, which was it a Godzilla, seems like wait, he's like a Godzilla the, movie. Yeah, and they, you, like, they didn't see him a lot. You didn't see him a ton, but it seems like the, he's like the, the god. Of this next and he, one, even in like the, the original Godzilla movies, like he's this mysterious, you know, the creature, and then he shows up for a big battle. At the but end. in the old movies, he's kind of like a good guy, right? He yeah, always, he yeah, fights yeah. Mothra, like, and all the other ones are bad like guys. In this, the first Godzilla movie, he was the good guy. He showed up to defeat uh, uh, two creatures that show up destroying the right so in uh, this one city. it seems like there's a disease that kills people and the the monsters fight the disease how do they fight the disease punching punching <laughs> punching the eye punch bacteria all I the time know, I, I got really excited like it, it, it scene I in the trailer tell. it showed mothra flying up and then you see rodan's three heads and it just it got yeah me i mean excited. it definitely looks kind of cool i just don't get the story you don't need to. It's just monsters fighting monsters. It's just going to be sweet. Yeah. Well, I mean. It's just going to be <laughs> it's sweet. It's just going to be sweet. It's like monsters punching monsters. That's your kind of movie, Cinebrad. So, Justin, you. Or as we now call him, Darb. <laughs> Darb. <laughs> you said you had one more. Uh, one on more. And it kind of goes to my last one. So we have Shazam, right? It's coming out. DC World. It's going to revolutionize. This one's way better, everything. isn't it? It's gonna this one <laughs> is the start to the answer to Infinity Wars. Yeah. And it's the Aquaman movie. Yes. I don't know so, if it's the answer to Infinity Wars. Well, it's the start uh, Jason to the Momoa answer. Is you got to get the all answer. these characters established before we can have an Infinity War in the Justice League level. It's, I think that's what DC should have done at the get-go, is establish these characters yeah. before we even got so, a Justice League. I will or, tell you, but, Totes excited about Shazam. Semi excited about Aquaman. Aquaman like, so, looks pretty good. Semi. I don't like that they're just talking underwater. Hey, how's it going? I mean, they're like there's several scenes in what the trailer. What do you want them to do? I don't know. Bubble to each like, other? No, I don't know. This is bubble like a, Yes, actually, bubbling sounds like a legit way to talk underwater. Then like, hey, Ashley, how's it going? I know that there's no sound coming out right now because there's water between my mouth and your mouth, but somehow you can hear um, me perfectly. Wait, how do dolphins communicate again? Yeah, do sound. Uh, echo. No, echo sound. And they so, hear but they the make echo. sound. Oh, wait. And then sound? the other dolphins yes. hear the sound. Yeah, but they it's not like. What about whales? Hello. Is it more like a? Rah, 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 and they're like, what? <laughs> and they feel it and they get it. So and they're like, oh, I felt that echo. So, I get what you're saying now, bro. It's not like, bro. hey, how's it going, my friend? They're like, who's cool, man? Let's talk some more. So what you're saying is they should have done Aquaman all in dolphin speak. And I think that's a great it. idea. <sighs> With subtitles. I just <laughs> think it's weird that he's just like. Hey, I don't understand hey. how that works. It's like Superman 4 when he speaks in space. Oh, I'm going to do this. I'm like, no, you're not. There's you're no oxygen up there. Now. How's he doing it? Your lungs are frozen because you're dead. Okay, now. wait. So we're Superman. really going to, we're going to suspend all belief for other things. <laughs> but we're going to really underwater. harp on the fact that they're talking underwater <laughs> or in space. don't. Get it. There, there are people. Hopefully, oh, so what you need to do in, stuff, in an instance like this is explain it. Oh, you know what? We have the ability. Our our voice waves are so strong we could cut through the water. I'm like, okay, I'll believe it now. I just need something maybe, other than just hey, maybe. hey, bye, bye, bye. Maybe they'll have a line in it. You don't know. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, it does look cool though. Jason Momoa is actually Jason, but cool. Like perfectly. Mama. 
Because he's awesome, yeah. Momo we like him. Perfectly. I think whatever he does is awesome. I like him Hopefully as Aquaman. Hopefully he's full of more than just one-liners. It just like, seems he weird. He was Justice League. Okay, uh, okay. Let's not even put that in the universe. And the girl with the red hair does not fit. It's no, I don't weird. like her. Is That's her Johnny off. Depp's ex-wife. Yeah. What's her name? Amber Heard. Mrs. Depp. Are there any trailers that you're excited about? Let us know. Just go to wearethecinemaguys.com. Click on that contact and send us a message. Pippi Longstocking 2 looks great. All right, so as we mentioned before, we went to see, sorry to bother you, mm. or as Justin told us earlier, we went to experience. Sorry we went to, to sit you. in and absorb. Right sorry off the bat, before we get into anything, I'm going to say this movie was completely not what I was expecting it to be. And no. pretty amazing. Like, I, I don't literally know the in opposite. my mind like, what I was expecting, but... It was it was something else. I turned to my friends Mitch and Matt. Shout out, guys! What what? And I just blankly stared at them and said, "I think I need to be alone for a while." <laughs> you did. You like we we walked out of the theater and you just kind of walked away from everybody. As like, soon as the credits know, I gotta, rolled, I gotta, I, gotta, I can't process. I brought up my letterbox app and I hit five. And then I stop and go, but I don't know why. <laughs> but I don't know I, why. It's a five. You would think it's that Letterboxd sponsors and, us, but they don't. But I don't understand I was the, why. I did not immediately put the five stars, but I did come out of the theater going, I love that movie. And then you could ask why. I'm like, no idea. I don't well, know. And before well, we get into the synopsis, it's because there's a certain point in the movie, probably about halfway through, where, there I, is where I go, I, I, my brain goes, oh, this isn't a narrative. This is a work of art that you need to start analyzing and being a part of because this is no longer just a, you know, it's not. And it, it uh, starts off like a narrative. Fast like, and Furious. It's not, it's not yeah. a narrative of just fun. It's like. I have to stop and I need to start thinking about everything I've witnessed and everything I'm about to witness, which yeah. got weird. What point did you, do you think it went from? I can tell you the exact I'm, moment. I'm following this story of you when know, he goes in the jade door. Oh, well, that that far? That, no, no, no. I got it before then. Really? Uh, the exact uh, moment well, for me. The, the uh, I jumped to the jade door. The jade no, no. door did so it for me. So the moment for me happened really early. It was when he watched, he, he sat in the TV and started watching the commercial for the worry-free yeah. company. I go, oh, this has something to do outside of our world. That Because whatever he's watching and he's like, hey, check this out, sweetheart. What's going on here? I was like this is odd and off and that's when i started immediately going okay this is otherworldly this is not our the whole world. movie is in two parts pre-jade door and post -jade <laughs> i door. do agree with that's, that that's just how you that is definitely it. the magnolia frog start raining down on everyone yeah i was like yes. uh, well i'm i don't even know now yes uh, so, Brad, why don't you give us a synopsis of the movie <laughs> oh, yeah. if you can? I, I don't even, I don't, I'd actually love to hear you try to say it. What is, what is it about? Say? So, according to IMDb, in an alternate present-day version of Oakland, okay, telemarketer okay. Cassius Green discovers a magical key what? to professional success, oh, propelling key. him into a universe of greed. That is a poor I mean, it's, description. It's poor, but it... Here's it one more. They have two. There's another one. It, it kind of hits In an alternate present-day version of Oakland, telemarketer 
never mind. It's actually the same thing written exactly <laughs> twice. I, I mean that, that that this kind of probably explains the first half, maybe. Well, of the movie. what that explains is probably good. They did that because that explains what you experience in the trailer. The trailer yes. is definitely oh, misleading yes. to this and, movie, and he does very. He does discover that the magical key to success using you know he's a he's a black man going into this telemarketing job and he gets told no you got to use your white man voice by an older black man by an older black man who his white man voice who's a uh david cross and Patton oswald well Patton oswald was the eye patch uh the eye patch guy but i don't know who david glovers was it was donald glovers was danny glover Glover. i said not the first time thanks for correcting me wrong (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but um, I don't know who is like they they dubbed over a voice and Cassius Green is but across. the you thing you have to point out is it's not the typical what you would picture like oh you're your white guy voice yeah. Yeah, because yeah. Cassius immediately says oh everyone tells me I have a white guy voice which is immediately and very important that that line right there is so important for the rest of the movie but Danny Glover says not just your white guy voice you need to do white guy with no worries. But with what they all want themselves to be. Yeah. Yes. It's yes. not white guy like, hey, bro, how's it going, white guy? It's you need to be a white guy who assumes all the things they want to be true about themselves, which is amazing in this movie. Yeah. And I love the way mm. that they they sh- they did the the call scenes where as soon as he made the call, oh, yeah, like his dropped seat in. dropped it in. Good, it was a good Sitting in front of this person thing. and like talking to him. I thought that was immediately i was like i love this so and that's the catch the 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 trailer tells you it's about a a guy who uses a white guy voice to get far in the telemarketing world and the trailer stops there which which he does like he but that is literally a third of the movie yeah i don't know where to go i have nine (laughs) trails i could start right now i think so if you pictured the movie as a so picture a solid block and maybe there's usually one needle that threads its way as a narrative through a movie. There's like 50 this of one those. probably has five needles threading yeah. its way through the entire movie to where I think you need to go back, rewatch it seven or eight different times, and each time thinking, okay, on this one, I'm only going to think about religion. And this one, I'm only going to think about uh, race. And this one, I'm only going to think about uh, appropriation. And this one, I mean, it's, I don't believe there is a scene in this movie, a name in this movie, a line in this movie that is not 100% purposeful. And oh, even a like background piece. Absolutely and I not. feel like it's been a long time since I've seen a movie like that. Yeah. Like it, it, you said it right at the beginning. This this movie is an art piece. Yes. Like, Very much when, so. Especially when you get to the Jade Door and beyond. Oh, Jade like Door. It <laughs> I'll never be the same. So let's, I, I think maybe start off with race. That's probably the easiest one. To that's the point that's out. the the absolute easiest. Yeah, I, but I think that's it's beyond the, that. The simplest one that. But the idea that and uh, the idea of uh, and uh, so our uh, he's not here tonight. But cinnamon toast crunch, cinnamon, cinnamon toast crunch. Is that we're calling cinnamon. cinnamon toast crunch. Sorry, he saw this with us, and what he said, which is great. There is a concept that. Race isn't really what we think it is as much as it's uh, it's the stereotypes that we put on it. That's how we define race. And so this movie assumed a lot of stereotypes about white people, about black people, about everyone. Oh, yeah. And the two major characters that we have, which is Detroit and Cassius, Mm -hmm. and they are black. 
but they do not their personalities as who they are as the artist and as him being who he is he, he, they do not wants, fit stereotypes yeah. they are not a black stereotype which we will get to later because they'll talk about black people being big penises black men have big penises and they're super strong that is a stereotype that we have that and the a movie stereotype of how white people picture black people with right. the rap song so the whole movie is about what we've stereotyped people as and nobody really fitting that stereotype but at the same time everyone fitting into that stereotype it, it's even glenn even glenn uh, which I had a thought about Glenn, because um, Glenn would Glenn be from Walking, Walking Dead. Dead. I don't know his actor name. Steven <laughs> um, something. Yeah, but yeah. the only Asian in the film. Yeah. Uh, Mo- so the model minority, if you will. <laughs> um, <laughs> which is the actual term for Asian. Right. But uh, really there is more. A- so when the when Detroit does her art piece where people are throwing bullets, cell phones and lamb's blood at her. Doing lines from the last she, dragon. But she does lines from the last dragon, which is the most inappropriately Asian appropriation oh, ever. Absolutely. It is horrible on uh, African-American stereotypes and Asian stereotypes. I mean, bad. The Asians are like, oh, I take you so And they're, they're making uh, fortune cookies and wearing rice hats like, and living in New York. Like, it's bad. So all of that has... Uh, so race is certainly a thread that's thread through it, uh, but it's more than just race. It it goes beyond that. I I know I know a big thing that I, I read after because I didn't know the term for this. Like it's called code switching, to where basically you act a certain way depending yeah. on, on how you are around you know certain people. So yeah. say he you know putting on the white man voice to move up. He's acting a certain way to. Fit into being each to fit in to be to. around to move up, yeah. And you know, being with friends, he's gonna act a different way than mm-hmm. he does at work, and then so on. Like, and in even with that, I've sat and thought in my own life, I'm like, do I do stuff like that? Depending, right, depending there on was, who you're around, you act differently. Or well, speak and there's differently. definitely power in voice, like every character, even Detroit, had a voice that changed according to the audience, but then, and so, I think when they when he became this the the super seller and power the, seller power you, you can't you can't get that wrong because yes. the word power is very specific yes. because only because they said that word power seller probably a thousand times in the yeah. movie the word power is very important he went from a position of no power to, to power. position of power and that is he, is key he you have to get it right character with no name they bleeped him and blurred the mouth so that is the conundrum the he's the conundrum for me. they were the only two black people upstairs in right. the power selling. See, I don't era. think that, I don't think that it's I don't think it's a conundrum that he's not named. No, it's a conundrum only in the fact that I I still don't know what to make of what that means. You have a good thought in it, which I like, which you can share. Yeah, I the mean, guy the, with the, the, the so, no name. So the yeah. yeah, no name. So he Mr. Blank, according to IMDb. So yes. the throughout the story, there's like a group of protesters and like kind of like Banksy type kind of artists that go around and ruin um, different pieces of uh, like billboards and stuff like that. What they call them the that, left eyes. Yeah. They're called the left eyes and they all have something under their left eye to signify that they all belong together. And that's kind of, I think a thread to like rebelling kind of. Right. Or like, I think more of a leftist view because it's, I think. Well, and there's a biblical eye. notion of don't let your left eye 
know what your right eye is doing. Yeah. So when that guy has his left eye completely covered, he's completely blacking out that part of himself. Right. So, so you think he's part of that? No, no, no. He, no, no. The, I, the exact no. opposite. I think so that he's completely the left eyes up. represent the rebellion of the system. And that guy represents a full bought into the system. Full so bought that in. He's blacked out his so eye, he's completely, left eye completely. He's lost his even, identity. I've lost that part of me. I'm only in the system. I and have no rebellion okay, left in me. And he doesn't you, have a name because he's lost his identity into yeah. the system. Which is really good. Because I can, I Cassius... Can think of it that way. And so even when you get to... And this goes back to the race, but when you get to the rap part, oh, of course you could rap. He can't rap, but he goes into his rap. And his it's rap is inappropriate. Just, it's not even inappropriate. It's just I'm going to say what I think you want me to say. Yeah, and they all he's love playing it. a role. It's not yeah. inappropriate. They're just like, yeah, of course, this is what you would say. Uh, but again, that is just the surface level, which is race. the The movie gets bigger into identity when you go into the very first conversation of the movie. Is him waking up in the morning, going, "Do you ever think about death?" Uh, do you ever think about the fact that we're going to die, or children are going to die, or children are going to die, and eventually the sun's going to blow up the earth, and we're all going to die? And she says, she kisses him on the lips and says, this is what's important, this moment now. And in the end, the old movie's almost bookended by the same exact scene again. This is what's important. So there's something about who he is living in the moment, because the movie traces race the movie traces identity the movie traces uh religion the movie traces systems there's because there's only two companies in the whole movie and you would almost get the idea there's only two companies in this entire world there's a telemarketing company and they represent the bottom who try to raise to the top and then there's this worry-free company that you just get to go in and you get three hots and a cot. Like, that's what they say. Like, you get to go and have no worries. Well, and they, there's a they, third level say that is just entertainment. The, so if you don't fit Coke into... company in there that's quote-unquote... Yeah. If you don't fit into telemarketing and you don't fit into the, the worry-free company, you're only just a sheep for the entertainment. You're only just a YouTube sort of, like, consumer. Yeah, and they, they really kind of hit that And taking that into her art hard. piece... What are the three things that you throw? You throw bullets for violence. You throw cell phones for consumerism or maybe entertainment. And you sell lamb's blood, which I I want to take to a religious theme because there's so many religious themes in the movie. But I also take it to this this, this idea that we're all sheep. Do you have her... So I just thought of this. With her saying, like, this is the only thing that matters, do you take her as kind of like a... And how she acts throughout the entire movie, like a kind of like a religious figurehead? Because she takes that, she takes that, she tries to make him see the things that actually matter, treat people with kindness, and then she sacrifices herself with her art to, Mm. like, knock people out of, like, whatever it is they're doing. I I don't know if I would say a religious figurehead in her. Or not, not Because even I'm, that, I'm trying to trace religion through the movie. You definitely see it in the uncle. He has the, yeah. the crucifix who gives him the diabetes medicine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you get that lift in the end is called the new Jesus. Yeah. That well, Cassius even, is some sort of Jesus Even the, the, the lady who throws the Coke can at him becomes like this giant star. You right. know, well, she's, that's also... She's protesting against the system, but... That's also if, a theme of how they how we glamorize people. Yeah, yeah. In media, but, but if on the other hand, if it was in a black man who videos. threw a can and hit him, would he have become the same mm. fame through the media as this white lady did? So then, another thread is 
we're going that note is uh, when they go through this creation. So the big behind the jade door is the yeah. the horse people. <laughs> they have created a new race They've of people created horse horses, people. horse people that, that are, are stronger, strong and, and they have pe- big penises. <laughs> And they are working. They make sure they make sure to point that home. How are we explained these people? But through primitive cavemen, a cave woman tells us this with this idea of that the the claymation. We have to recreate the primitive over and over again. That so, if we looked into the future of this movie, this is what I told you today. If we looked into the future, we would see eventually. Well, horse people are going to mate with normal people, and they're going to have normal horse babies. And eventually, these horse people are going to want to vote. And eventually these horse people are going to want to have equal rights as, as normal people. And eventually these horse people are going to become just like us to where they've now become, there's now, we've eliminated the working force. And so then is this movie suggesting that no matter what, the power callers, the power people are always going to be re- recreating, whether it's through black people, through slaves, through Irish, through whatever, that they're always going to be we we have to have this need to recreate the working class to to recreate the 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 primitive that we can uh overrule so that we can live our worry-free lives so that these people can do all the hard work because we've bred them to do that it's that's another thing that's just one theme of the entire one uh uh, another one i haven't touched on yet is the bosses the three bosses who i think are actually one person I think we just see them manifested yeah. in three different yeah. ways. It's one boss that we we've all sort of the the team building boss, the like hiring boss, the like encouraging boss. Like I the, I think that I, I I still haven't solidified. We haven't had enough time to solidify my thought on the bosses yet, <laughs> but I think that they're one person broken into three. Uh, there there are so many levels that we could probably just pick one right. and sit and talk of a well, full that's hour what I think it. you need to Hours. pick one we could probably so do eight so you need to pick this. religion and then go watch the movie based on religion you need to pick race and go watch the movie based on race like you need to pick classism you need to pick working force you need to pick uh or you know the, our, the influence of our media on animal our uh what's the movie we just saw the animal American animal American animal sorry American animal like that whole thing that's a big part of it uh individuality being yeah. who you are like and and in the in the end the irony of the story is that Cassius becomes one of the workforce one of the workforce people. but only after he is happy only after he has come to grips with the world and says okay I know how the world works now does he then become one of the well, workhorses and there is a whole scene before when army hammer who is the head of mm, worry free and he's telling him how he he needs someone he needs a martin luther king that's gonna rise up and like lead these horse people right and, and how much and, better is it if we create our own martin luther king instead yes. of having one rise on their own it, it, yes exactly right and cassius is very against this and in the end he kind of becomes that person yeah but not in the way that he wanted army hammer or maybe exactly in the way army hammer included like maybe, maybe i kept thinking the movie was going to end with him getting a million dollar check saying you did what i wanted you to do thank you hundred million dollars for um, say five years the end is actually the conundrum too is 
I thought there was an ending with him turned to a horse, but then then the extra scene of them invading his, his space. House. I heard a theory of the four horsemen of the apocalypse, which I, we create our own doom. Yeah, which I that's um, a great thought because someone mentioned that, and when you think of it, I think we only actually see four horse men in the movie. When he goes through the jade door, there are three, three in that room. And then, and then when him. he turns, he's he's the, the fourth one. one. So I don't that, know. that could be a whole nother level. Well, I don't know if you also Jade noticed Thor. that uh, when he leaves to go to the bathroom, when he first meets Army Hammer, Army Hammer flips a uh, time thing. Yeah, the sand, sand. sand timer. But in the end, you do get to see that sand timer and it's empty. Not that maybe it's just the timers run out, but I also like the idea that, okay, he knew exactly how long it would take for him to find the not Jade door. I guess you can't say. <sighs> but we, the man, we, we, we still thing. haven't explored names. We haven't explored like every name in this movie meant something. Yeah. Every and, and there's only four. Like only a few people get named. Most people don't get named in this movie. And being named means something. Uh, having your voice means something. Danny Glover's character means something. Uh, Glenn's character and the union means something. Fighting against that means something. It's all. That's what's so hard about this movie is that everything means something. To the point well, where I loved it. I love so and, and about the movie. And maybe as well. I haven't read anything, but I, so far, from what I understand, I haven't heard anything that says this is what it all means. Because maybe it means everything. Yeah. Which I don't. I I haven't I haven't read up too much on this because I wanted to leave it more open to interpretation because this movie it's a piece of art, right? It, Art's it, only as good as interpretation. Yeah, there are so many levels and so many ways that you can interpret different pieces of this movie and ultimately that's what makes it a great movie is that there you could talk about this movie for weeks i mean weeks. we you and still come I've, up something new every i've time. talked to people her about earrings, this movie her saying, earrings what do her earrings mean what about death what about uh, i mean it's all so rich it's a rich movie it's really yeah I've, I've talked to multiple people saying you need to go see this movie and they're like i've never heard of it what's it about and i'm like i know when people ah. ask me what the movie's about i'm like i don't know you should you. just go see it because. Did you hate being John Malkovich? Did you hate uh, no Donnie Darko? If you hated these movies, uh, Donnie Darko wasn't a, as big of a fan. But I love Donnie. Eyes wide shut. These are all movies that are just equally weird. Like where I'm like, oh, I didn't see that happening. So what? Are, what are, besides this one? What are some of your top weird movies that you would? Say? Uh, so Donnie Darko, okay. Eyes wide shut. Magnolia. Uh, now, being John Malkovich. Requiem for a Dream. Rec- uh, no, uh, Mulholland Drive. Did you ever see Mulholland no. Drive? I love it. It's movie. David Lynch's, like, basically, this is what a dream would be like. Uh, it's weird. Those are those are my tops, man. Those, those are all movies that I'm like, I, I wouldn't know how to explain it to you. What about, you just um, have to see it. Memento. Memento is good. But at least Memento, I said, oh, it's a guy who has short-term memory, living everything back. Yeah, it's not, it's not really with weird. With being John it's Malkovich, like, with this movie, I, I don't even know the words. Ah, uh, it's... Yeah. about everything yeah <laughs> it's about everything i mean and, and i guess i come back to in the end it's got to be about the present moment it's got to be about the fact that cassius was just a normal guy and it wasn't until we attributed all the stereotypes to him whether it was powerful rich religious uh black wh- whatever it was that he became something other than the character that he was. So whoever, uh, the guy who acted at his character, who was also in uh, Get Out, was amazing. I thought he played the the part just perfectly to be like, 
yeah, you're not any stereotype that we make of, of black people. And Detroit, she's not any stereotype we make. Of, she's this, and it's sad, right? And that's sad for me to go, oh, why do I make these stereotypes? How do I make these stereotypes? Why am I attributing the stereotype? Why do I understand what they're saying when they say this? Like, yeah. I get it. And because I get it, that makes me self-reflect, which makes me feel like this was a brilliant piece of art because it has now made me examine my own life. And if you can do that, you've done something well. You've done it. You've made it. <laughs> yeah, take that, Dunkirk. But yeah, and, and this is Boots Riley who wrote and directed this. This is his first feature film. Yeah, everything else he's done is like weird. Well, he uh, he's done a lot of soundtrack he, stuff. He's done a lot of rap. He's uh, done a lot of rap music and other types of music. This is his first feature film, and uh, nailed it. Nailed it. <laughs> it is just. I really liked it. Man, find someone who's seen this movie, and I promise you, you have a rich conversation at the end of it. If they paid attention. Yeah, we, we could yeah. probably sit and talk for I almost hours. went and saw it again tonight. Uh, I almost was like, oh, let's just go see this movie so I can watch it again, because it definitely deserves several watches. Yeah, I would, I would definitely say yeah. So let's move into some at-home recommendations. How many you have this week, um, Justin? So I've been selling a house, trying to buy a house and do all the other crap. <laughs> so it has been very low on the... I've been playing video games more than I've been watching shows. But what did you watch this but morning? But I got a few. I got a few. I've been but watching. I got a few. I still been well, watching them films. One, one of them I think you would I would put on my list too. You, you watched this morning? Yes. I only watched this morning. I woke up at 4 a.m. and decided to watch it because I saw that on a text thread that you also just watched I it. I just watched it the other day. Over like, what, 10 viewings? Also, I saw it a long time ago and told you both to watch this. <laughs> no, I definitely, it was definitely on my list to watch. I wanted to. I, uh, I really wanted to see Wind it. River. Wind Jeremy River. Renner does an amazing job. Uh, it's basically Hawkeye and Scarlet Witch from the Avengers movie. <laughs> Um, it's written and directed by Tyler Sheridan on an Indian did, reservation who did Sicario, Sicario 2, Hell or High Water and this. So, I mean, well done. Very intense. He, very he informative. Wrote, wrote all those movies. Uh, raises awareness in, in big ways. Uh, good movie. Oh, I hugely. Like what did it you rate it on the letterbox? I think I gave it four and a half. Ooh, that was a whole star more than me. I gave it three and a half. I liked it. I liked it. I thought it was really good and really well done. Um, I've seen a couple other things lately. Uh, the other one I watched was Life as a Zucchini. Oh. And oh, that's an animated. It's an animated, which I don't love. Isn't it like a kind of like a stop motion animation, like claymation? super depressing and sad <laughs> about a kid who's nominated adopted. for an Oscar. Uh, really good. Really worth watching. It's on Netflix now. That, the newest season of The Ranch. Um, there's actually a newest season of Comedy Central's um, Roast Battle where two people get up there and, and roast each other. Oh, wow. They get four jokes each on each other, and it is no holds barred on the race, on the, like, I know that your brother tried to kill himself. I'm going to make jokes about that. It is, if you're up there, you know that they're coming guns a-blazing. For everything. And it is hard to watch, but also can't turn it off. Uh, it's on season two. <laughs> the, the the judges are Anthony Jeselnik, who's a pretty... Um, Shock value comedian, uh, Snoop Dogg, and those two. So those two judge who wins the battles, and it's pretty, pretty intense. 
Cinemaiden, do you have any? Um, so this Korean is a show? YouTube, um, a YouTube, YouTube Red. It's not. It's a YouTube. No, it's on regular. Are you it's talking this, about Cobra Kai? No, oh, it's about sure. this. Uh, it's not even a, like it's like a reality cooking thingy, but they're twenty minutes long, okay. and a friend of mine told me about them, and it's by the the Bon Appetit uh, magazine. Okay. And it's called Pastry Chef Attempts. And she makes all these different things. Like she made Lucky Charms. She makes Gushers and she makes Kit Kats. Is it like, is it like Nailed It? Where they, like the where they do it know, bad? Or is it? No, she, she does it like perfectly. Okay. And busy, she'll busy. then tell you how to do it. And it's like. So it, then you can do your own Nailed all, It at home. You're like, but at the same it. time, she's like, this is absurd. What mm-hmm. I had to do for this. Mm-hmm. It'll show her process of trying to figure out how to make it. And she gets really frustrated, and it's just it's entertaining. I okay. highly recommend it. It's uh, it's if you just search for pastry chef attempts, On the you'll YouTubes. get them all. Yeah, there's a bunch of them. All right. Well, besides Wind River, which I would highly recommend, which is on the Netflix, Netflix I watched the Robin Williams Come Inside My Head documentary on HBO, which was a is it sad? Is it, oh, is it? It's very I actually sad. Want, it's very I actually sad. do want to watch it. it. It's one of those like it's it. It chronicles his entire life from beginning to end. Mm, and the chronic what calls of Narnia? No, not quite Sanzies. like that. But it chronicles it was amazing seeing his story and what he went through. It, like it was a lot of ups and downs. You'll laugh. You'll cry. You'll. It was so good. I would highly recommend it. It's on HBO. So if you have HBO Go or any of those. Mm. Um, my second one I have, I just started. It's a show on Netflix called Money Heist. Money Heist. Money Heist. So are they stealing cash? They are. It is. Cash is green. I figured it out. It is a, it is a Spanish show. It's in Spanish? It's dubbed. Hold on. It's dubbed over. Oh, Oh, it's dubbed over. Is it Tenero Heist? I was so proud of you for reading something with (laughs) subtitles. Mm. No, it's, I I didn't know. Also, Justin. For you, I didn't bring up all the Korean dramas I've been watching. You're welcome. Mm, thank <laughs> but you so much. I didn't feel like falling asleep tonight. I, I've only made it through the first episode. There's uh, 20 episodes, I believe. And it's they're getting like this team to do like this giant heist. And it's it's really entertaining. So what's it like to watch people uh, move their mouths to words that aren't there? Anyang. Oh, dub, dub movies are really, always weird. But, uh, but you also I've watch seen so many dub movies that a lot of these voices I start watching. I'm like, oh, I recognize that voice. You also I've watched another film. Watched a dub movie. Really? I, I watch them with subtitles. I, through, I prefer it that way because I like to hear the, the actor's mini, voice through the many animes I've ever seen in my life. Like, yeah, you you tend to see the cycle of dubbed actors like the same ones over. Oh and over. wow, maybe we'll become dub actors. But you also yeah. watched a movie that Netflix I feel like has been pushing really hard. Because several people have asked me about it, and it's actually on my queue to watch. But this is the end. You watched that? Oh, I did watch that. It's, I, it's I can't been pushed pretty it. hard. I can't recommend it. It's hold it's, on. You can recommend the first ninety percent, right? Uh, yeah, I'd probably say watch it until like the last fifteen twenty minutes, and then shut it off because the the movie derails and it's terrible. Like it. Forrest Whitaker, Ghost Dog himself. It's one of the worst Ghost endings to a movie himself. I've ever seen. Like honestly, especially for mm. this build up. All right. Uh, no, not as is, bad. Not as bad as Dark Tower. Netflix is really pushing it. Not as bad as Spring Breakers. <laughs> it's, it's right. It's along those lines. Which Spring Breakers yeah, is the first Dark movie Tower. on Letterbox history to get a one from me? Spring Break. 
Yeah, Spring but Breakers. You never gave spring anything breakers. less. I gave a movie a half star. Which one? Hurricane Heist. Oh, oh dear. Wow. I'd be like, well, I bet it's better than Spring Breakers. I think that's uh, your own fault bad. for even seeing that. <laughs> I don't blame anyone but you it was, it in that bad. situation. Well, I know we only scratched the surface. Oh, we only scratched the surface you. of this m- movie. Definitely go There's out, surface, go out and, and see it. Like, pick it, pick it, it. it. scratched it. It is, it is a complete art piece of yes. a movie. Like, go out and see, see it, it because experience there is experience it. There's so much in this it. movie that Live it. you could talk about. Love it. Well, thanks for listening to another episode of The Cinema Guys. Head out to our website, wearethecinemaguys.com. And see us on the 14th of September. Yeah, see us on the 14th of September. You got a lot of time to plan for it. Dabong. Put it on your phone right now. Get out your phone. Put in 14th, Esquire. Well, if you you go to our our website, wearethecinemaguys.com, there's a little nice little banner on the side. You can click it and buy tickets right now. So Click it. Click it. Click it and ticket. ticket. You get a click it, you get a ticket. But not that kind of ticket. Until next time, maybe we will see you at the movie. Such me, yellow. Oh my god, my name has never fit someone so perfectly. I'm Darb. I'm Darb. I'm Nitsuch. I'm Yulash. I'm Darb. Darb.